it's Megan and Nicole. Welcome to It's Cool Us Too, where we chat different parts about being a woman in your 30s and realize honestly, we all go through the same shit just from different angles. Good morning. Oh, it's the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for like an hour. We got on here to chat in the morning and now it's very much the afternoon. And this is what happens every time we start talking like an hour before we start recording and then we're like, wait, so like what are we going to talk about <laughs> in the actual recording? Wait, what are we just- well, actually, we, Why figured are we, here? Out- <laughs> we figured out what we wanted to talk about, but then once that was done, we were like, okay, let's record. And then like 40 minutes later, we actually end up hitting the record button because did you just burp? No, I just sighed deeply after oh, having some water. Like a burp. Oh, did it? That's embarrassing. <laughs> How you doing, Cole? I've been better. Nicole's I'm very really... over this morning. I love this change in uh, change like, in roles. Yeah. yeah, I am. Um, I said I wanted more fun. <laughs> uh, I went out. My friend Kate invited me with some of her friends to like a bar golf thing yesterday so like we went to four different bars for this and every place had like a different thing you had to drink so like the first bar you had to get a seltzer a beer and you had to drink that in five sips you went to hit par yeah I went for like a white claw yeah but it was massive it wasn't like a tiny white claw it was a big one and that was a rough place to start. And then you had to get a mixed drink and then finish that in three. And then the next place was a mixed drink. You had to finish that in four. And then a shot, which, let's be serious, I'm not taking tequila or anything like that. So I did a porn star, like a lady. And then it was something in a can and another shot. And then it was a cocktail, a mixed drink, and a shot. And it was just oh by the last – God. I think at the last bar I only had my, my mixed drinks. So I was like done. And I actually went to the waitress and I was like – so, like, can we go light on the gin? <laughs> like, I don't need a full shot of, like, gin in my mixed drink. Like, I'm good. Um, but we ended up at this place where we were playing, like, simulator golf for a bit. There was, like, six of us. And then we ended up going across the street to this club. And I haven't been to a fucking Love club it. in years like do you know i forgot how hard it is to scrub the stamp off oh yeah yeah, your wrist but i was dancing and i was having a good time and i got home at 3 a.m and then i woke up what was your drunk food i didn't actually make because we had nachos at the one of the bars so i didn't actually make a drunk food but i did order some mcdonald's this morning also i I was so excited i was looking at the mcdonald's menu because they're playing monopoly right now and I was like, ooh, what can I get that would have Monopoly pieces? I don't play Monopoly. Like, I would, I don't really actually care or wouldn't <laughs> upload these things. But for some reason, it matters in my brain that they come with the Monopoly pieces. So, but I, before I went out, because I'm like, listen, I don't do well drinking and mixing things. Like, I am quick to puke. So... And I have real bad acid reflux. So I took a fistful of Gaviscon and shoved it in my bag. And so like between everything I drank, I like was chewing a Gaviscon to save my life. And it seems to have worked. Yeah. Because I just woke up this morning. I haven't felt nauseous. I just woke up this morning feeling like someone's jackhammering inside of my head. So. 
Like, have you taken an Advil or anything? I've taken two Tylenol. Okay. So we're feeling a little bit better, but we're kind of in that, like, that's why I was like, Megan, we need to, like, hit record immediately. Yeah, Nicole literally goes, okay, so we've been chatting, chatting, chatting. She's like, okay, I'm fading. I'm fading. I'm starting to fade. We need to start now. And I was like, (laughs) okay, okay. (laughs) We have a very short window. It's also, like, in the morning when you wake up after you're hungover and you're like, I have a very short window to get food inside of me. Otherwise, I will throw up. Oh, it's not that for me. So I'm not a big, like, I don't throw up that, that often if I'm hungover, but, um, I do have, I don't mean to brag, but, um, I, <laughs> but one thing I do Where's find she gonna go with this? is, to, <laughs> um, what's his name? Dylan Morin, like my favorite Irish comedian. He says mm-hmm. this thing about like, as you get older, like when you're younger, you wake up and you're like. I can't see I'm so hungover. Like as soon as you wake up, you feel hungover and then it slowly fades throughout the day. Whereas when you get older, you wake up and it's like your brain has like played a trick on you. Like you're like, I actually feel fine. Oh my God, I'm completely fine. Yes. It's luring you into a trap. And and he says, he goes, and then the cage comes down. (laughs) And it's true. It's like, you're in like a glass case of emotion. You're literally like, I don't know what I can do to make myself feel better. And it just seems to kind of get worse. As the day goes on. The cage is lowering, Megan. The cage is lowering. The cage is descending. (laughs) I need a Diet Coke, my Squishmallow, my weighted blanket, and the Devil Wears Prada stat. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lovely afternoon. Right? That's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, I've put off a lot of things like life admin wise that I should be doing today too. So like, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. I got to go to um, Brampton yesterday to see Bromley um, and her parents. Bromley is a a (laughs) one-year-old, but it was Bromley is an angel. She's an angel. I'm, I honestly, I can't. She's my favorite human. Um, I love her so, so much. And I was joking when I got there to Bridget and Kyle, her parents. I was like, "Man, I get out, I get off the uh, the highway, like off their exit, and I'm just like so freaking pumped. I'm like, I'm so close to Bromley. I'm so physically close to her. Like, I can feel it. I, like, and I wonder how unhealthy that is as a feeling, mixed with the fact that you had her monitor on your phone for so long. Yeah. It's a habit." you actually oh yeah absolutely (laughs) I still check it yeah the photos you posted too of her yesterday were the most adorable things ever like her and the leaves yeah it's just crazy how fast kids grow and like you know I love like I think all kids are really cute but it's crazy how much you fall in love with the kids that your friends have um it's so special yeah it's so special so I spent the whole day basically Chilling with her, um, and then came home last night and watched a really crazy, crazy documentary on Disney Plus. Oh no! Um, if anyone else is like really into cults and documentaries, oh, God. Uh, I would highly recommend watching this. This is by far the strangest documentary I've ever watched. It's called Stolen Youth. And it's about a group of 
um, university students who go to St. Lawrence, no, what is it called? Sarah Lawrence um, University. I guess it's outside of New York. Um, so like a small little university. And this isn't really giving anything away. This is kind of like yeah. what you'd see on the back of the, uh, I was going to say like on the back of the DVD, which is we're aging ourselves. Anymore. Very much aging myself. Um, but yeah, essentially there's this group of friends and one of the, one of the girls in that friend group, her dad sort of becomes friends with her friend group and it becomes this cult and it's really crazy. I think the reason that it was so interesting is that they actually have footage, like he recorded everything. So they have like video footage of. So he told on himself. Yeah. So he he was like he wanted to like record everything so people could watch it back or whatever, but like he has like recordings of everything. So it's not just you know talking heads of these people who were victims. It's literally video footage of them being victims in this cult and like having to like look back on it and and they're our age now. So um, yeah. Anyways, crazy. Crazy, crazy. That was my night. I got a blizzard. Oh my god. Oh, that sounds great. What kind of blizzard? Oh, it was a new flavor. I got Reese's peanut butter cup, like a uh, cream pie or something. It was like the difference was that it thing. had um, like graham cracker bits in it. Mm. It was good. Mm. Do you know what? I might get off this call and order some ice cream that feels like a great move yeah it was nice it was funny um I am headed back to my actual apartment or my actual house um from this beautiful house that I've been staying in so I did a drop off this morning and um, my roommate Sam was there and I was like how was work last night and she's like oh I I didn't work last night and I was like what she always works on Saturday night I was like I didn't do anything last night I just I just was like, you know, like those Saturday nights where you plan on not doing anything, but then you kind of feel a little sad because you're like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just like sitting here on my own. That's Um, literally why I had to say I have to have fun and put it out there for the world to hold myself accountable. (laughs) Yeah. So then I was like, we could have been doing nothing together. (laughs) Like, what? And she's like, well, I was playing video games. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Different. But yes, anyways. But different. That's my new, um, it's my news. I'm very excited about talk, to talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh my um, God. It's my Roman empire. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I don't know anything about Travis Kelsey. Nothing really. Other than the fact that he seems like such a good man. He dresses impeccably. Yes. Like fucking impeccably. And he's very attractive. And he's, like, really good at football, right? This is, like, the blind leading the blind, I assume. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's on the Kansas City Chiefs, which is where, where Patrick – I think he is. I think he's – Mahomes is it – Mahomes? Mahomes. Mah- oh, God. Sorry. Embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I literally watched that whole documentary with him, that episode about Is it Patrick Ma- Well, now I'm – I think it's Mahomes. I don't Whatever. Know. People know who we're talking him. about. <laughs> yeah, him. And so I think that Kansas City Chiefs are, like, good. And like, yeah, and good. I think he's he's won the Super Bowl, like, twice, I think. 
So oh, like, wow. and his brother is also a football player, which is crazy. Yeah. Have you watched his documentary on Prime? Uh, nope. But we'll be doing that. Didn't know that that existed. Yeah. Shockingly, Prime isn't serving up that content to me. <laughs> Honestly, if Prime knew what was good for it, anyone who's like searching Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift or like rom-coms that's so true. should be serving the Kelsey documentary. Update your algorithm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we wanted to – I think both of us have sent back and forth upwards of, I'm going to say, like 20 videos on TikTok about yeah. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey – and with each one, it's like, oh, my God, I want this. Oh, my God, I want this. Oh, my God, look at the hands. Oh, my God, look at this. And I mean, I, it's almost like an – like a, I'm going to use the analogy of an iceberg because it's like the tip of the iceberg is like just all the like sort of superficial shit that yeah. you're like, oh, my God, this is so hot. He's so hot. He's so dreamy. Like – and that superficial shit is – um, the way he holds her hand, like the way that he walks her from her car, like no bodyguard needed here. I'm going to protect her. Um, yeah. and then even like, I don't know, maybe protects the wrong word, but just like no, wanting to be next word. to her. Pardon? Use the word. It's, it's the right one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so dreamy. His hand placement. Okay, so let's we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but I think what we wanted to do is really dive in deep as to like why are people so obsessed with this? But then kind of look at it through the lens of what we both want. Yeah. You know, when it comes to dating, why why is this so exciting to look at? And what do we wish of this was happening in our lives? Like, I mean, neither of us are Taylor Swift. We get that. We're not, you know, running the highest grossing world tour. I get it. But like, I think there's some parallels in terms of um, her dating history in some ways. And also just seeing someone be treated so well right now. And what we wish most guys would know. So this is like a intensive class for the men straight men listen up yeah of like you know you want to know what women want get your pen get your pad of paper pour yourself a nice drink in your emotional support water bottle and (laughs) saddle up (laughs) I feel like I hyped that up just right that could be the clip for this that'll be the clip for this so okay so where do we start Yeah, where do we start? Uh, So, like, I'm going to start – we can go back and forth of, like, the superficial things about all of this, Mm -hmm. and then let's – we can dive deeper from there. But for me, watching a fellow tall girl be able to wear her highest high heels and still be small next to this beast of a man is just, like, makes me so happy for her. How tall is he? He's 6'5". Oh. And she's 5'10", 5'11". Like, she's tall. I'm 5'9". Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I didn't realize she was tall. Yeah, no, she's... There was a TikTok I saw online where it's like, listen, I'm so happy because Taylor Swift gets to be tall girl or gets to be small girl <laughs> with tall boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nice. I mean, that maybe day. not something all straight men can 
help with? No, but I think that's one of the like superficial things that we're all yes. loving about this right now. And I think um, what is so great about that and why like she can just like be her and doesn't have to make herself smaller in like many ways to be with him, right? Like her success doesn't have to be smaller to be with him. Her yeah. like height wise and like the space she's taking up, like it's, I think there's something really nice. And I mean, like, this is why women tend to like taller guys is because they, they don't have to like, okay, what shoes am I going to wear on this date? Because he said he's 5'10", which means he's probably actually 5'8", which means that I cannot wear a one inch heel. So like, that's the math that I do in my head when I go yeah. on dates. Yeah. That's, that's tall sucks, girl man. math. I'm sorry you have to do that. That's so annoying. Well, like, if men were just honest about how tall they were, that would be wonderful. <laughs> but I automatically have to subtract two. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. You do. Yeah. And I think the shrinking piece for me, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but she is very clearly a, a successful, driven woman. Like, she's one of the best marketers, I think, that exists in the world. Yeah. Like, she is a very savvy businesswoman. She's incredibly creative and successful. And she gets to be that freely with him, which she has not been able to do, I feel like, with any of her past relationships. I almost mm. feel like that success or that level of fame was almost a detractor. And she talks about this on the Long Pond sessions on Disney+. Plus. Her song, Peace, is like, listen, is what I can give you like the love that I can give you and all this stuff enough to make up for the stuff that I can't control. Yeah. So people, you know, I can never give you peace, but is that okay? And I think for so many of the guys she's dated, it's not been. And like they've made her like hide or wear disguises or like have never gushed about her publicly. And you're seeing this guy who's now like so understands how impressive and how much of a prize she is and like be so excited and like to make this about us because Lida, I on a dating Lida. app like <laughs> a year ago, um, I changed my job from director of marketing communications to manager of marketing communications. And I saw an uptick in like the likes that I was getting. I don't even put, I just put marketing and communications. Which is, Which so, is so sad. Stupid. It's so stupid. Like you're a fucking VP. That's such an amazing thing but the fact that we have to make ourselves smaller and make our success less for most men to be palatable so that they can feel like the big swinging dick is so annoying in this yeah and I was listening so I sorry I wasn't listening to their podcast I just get served constant clips from Trav like the Kelsey brothers podcast yeah um and his brother I forget what his name is now but um his Jason. brother based what is it Jason. Jason. Jason was like, have you said thanks to Taylor yet for like putting basically you blowing you up, like putting you on the map? And he's like, yeah. I, he's like, oh yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> she's, cause she has like, and I love totally. that. Like, I also saw this interesting analysis of their, one of their clips from their podcast. And it's like, what we, what we choose to joke about is important. And like, it was something along these lines as well of like Jason making a joke of the fact that 
Travis has been put on the map because of Taylor and um, the way that like basically Travis was just like, yeah, obviously, like I'm so, you know, and just even that subtext is doing something very powerful to the like rhetoric around this whole issue of men needing to feel like the big swinging dick. Yeah. And like, even if he gets asked about it in his like interviews after a game or after whatever, he's not being like, I'm not going to answer that. He's not being, he's not also using her to use it. He's like answering, being really respectful and being really proud and like not having to like hide or not, you know, be living his life, which I think is also such a wonderful thing for her. Right. Anyways, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. It's true. It's really nice. She's not something that he's hiding. He just seems like a fucking man. That's it. I was talking about this with someone last night. I'm like, I just want a fucking man. I know. I want someone who is able to like – we talked about this a little bit on like green flags. Like I want a little bit of a leader. Like I lead in every other place of my life and I want someone to come in and be able to, you know, make plans or like just be in that traditional manly role. But it's like every guy out there is just like scared and doesn't know how to do that. So like if you're wondering what the blueprint is for being a leading man, the Travis Kelsey, like he pursued her, but respectfully, right? Mm. He like threw the ball very gently in her court, made his intention and his interest clear, let her pick it up and volley it back. And then he fucking ran with it. Great move. Great move. Right? And I mean, I know I was joking about the, well, I wasn't joking, but I was like being all in my feels about the hand placement and the like, but- this it's so hot, man. It's so freaking hot. But the thing that's hot about it is like what it means, which is he's got sort of this protective, like she's my chick, like yeah, vibe about him. And he doesn't seem, I mean, this is coming from someone who doesn't know him at all, but he doesn't seem to parasocial care. Yeah. So parasocial. He doesn't seem to care that much about the like fanfare. Like he just wants to make sure she feels comfortable and that's evidenced by the body language. That's evidenced by like the way he's like, like there was one image or this video that I saw where he's literally holding her hand in two of his hands. Yeah. And I was like, Or like he's like coming out and like looking both ways, making sure everything's safe. Like women, I think, I'm not going to speak for all women, but I'll speak for what I think is most. We just want to feel like we're with someone who has it covered and like is going to protect us. And like if something comes up, like they've got it. That doesn't mean they have to do it alone. It doesn't mean that's always on them. But, like, we want to feel like if push came to shove, we're with someone who could take care of us. Yeah. And I think it's not – and men can take that too far too, right? Like, there's almost – it shouldn't be that difficult to figure out what that looks like um, in terms of figuring out what having it covered looks like. But I do – 
you know, you meet, you meet guys or you see guys on TV or whatever you hear about men who do take this too far and they're aggressive or they're like very open to conflict of like, I'm going to protect her. It's like, that's not what he's doing. He's just showing her that she doesn't need to worry and that he has her covered, but in like a passive respectful way, not in like a, I'd fuck up anyone who tries to touch you type of way. No, because it's like that quiet confidence and it, I think the word you used is perfect. There's a respect there. He respects her. He respects himself and like everything he's bringing forward is like very respectful in a lot of ways. And I think that quiet confidence that just he's in no rush, he's walking, you know, slowly with her, he's got it covered. Because then, and again, I'm super into like masculine and feminine energies. She's a boss lady. Like she is such a fucking boss. So you literally are watching before your eyes Taylor move from being in her masculine energy and she can like slip into her feminine when she's with him because he just has it covered and like she does not have to be on high alert. She doesn't have to worry. She's just with someone. And then that allows her to be like, this like amazing, wonderful, soft, caring, fun person. That, Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the videos of, I saw an episode from um, like a clip from an episode that Travis and Jason filmed before he actually started dating Taylor about how he like made uh, one of the bracelets to give to her. With Did you see that? Yeah. So cute. Oh, I mean, like, obviously. No a throwback, but he was just like already just seemed like such a nice guy. <laughs> well, it's like, that's such a respectful like thing. It's like, it's not, you're not hounding some girl in her DMs. And if she's not responding to you, harassing her, it's like, listen, I'm going to shoot my shot. Yeah. What happens happens. If she's interested, great. And I'll run with it, but I will maintain that boundary. And I think that's so great. And I think the other thing for me with her is you're watching someone who has traditionally had to hide just live her life. Like she's the most famous woman in the world. I know. And she gets to just live her life and have fun. And I look at that and I mean, I get different scales, but I'm like, that's the energy I want to have right now. Yeah. That is the like, she's having fun. She's dating someone who's great and she's just like it is what it is yeah and again we're not friends with taylor swift though we would be open to it taylor if you're interested please call us um please call us uh but you know the you know when you think about like dating i forget it's like tanks and there's also a few other influencers who say you know if you are if you are pre-scripting text messages or you're constantly checking your phone, like that's probably not your person. That's probably not a good person for you to be dating because you don't feel secure and comfortable in that connection. Um, And it produces this like anxious sort of energy or this sort of like, I don't want to use the word desperate because that's such a stupid uh, label that gets attached to women. But it and kind I, of does produce that energy in some Yeah, ways. because you end up feeling like the person who needs to, I don't know, make a case for yourself or like, you know, not make a case for yourself, like turn it up 
like really turn it on, make sure that like you look the best you've ever looked and you are acting your funniest and coolest that you've ever acted every time that you meet up with this person. That's not the energy we're seeing from Taylor. Like we're seeing her be like totally. And I guess if you go back to that sort of masculine feminine energy, we're seeing her like so like in her, the flow of herself, like she's like, yes. that's, what, that's what my astrologer would say. It's ease. She's it's in ease. like a state of ease. Yes. Which is just already a sign that like she feels comfortable and happy and who knows what's going to happen with the relationship. But it's like women are so obsessed with this because this is exactly how we want to be courted and treated at the early stages of a relationship. And I want to be super clear here. When we talk about a guy who can like take care of her. I don't give a shit if you if I make more money than you. Oh no. I don't give it. It's not about money. It's not about like status. It's about energy. Yeah. And it's about being with someone who, you know, is confident, who pursues you. Do you know how many women just want to feel pursued? Yeah. Like that and like traditionally courted like I would love to feel like a guy was like courting me and that guy is fucking making reservations yes or he has a team of people who are making reservations I don't care but he is putting the effort into be like where would she want to eat where where should we go for drinks you know that she's not planning all of this herself no and that's just it like even with what did this person um, say to you on hinge Oh my God, there's this guy I matched with yesterday (laughs) and I just matched him because he didn't say anything. And like, it was kind of like a whatever, but I just matched with him because I'm like, you know what? Cool. You just liked a photo. I'm just going to match back with you. There's really nothing in your profile I can speak to anyways yeah. because there's nothing that's like a conversation starter, but let's just try. His opening line with me was a winky face. Oh God. So then I had to be like, Hey, blank, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Had a little bit of a conversation. Wasn't really feeling anything. So I didn't really respond back, but there was nothing like, it wasn't like he asked me a question. I didn't respond. It was just like the conversation ended kind of thing. Yeah. And today he just goes, hi. (laughs) Listen, if you can't send me a like sent, a complete sentence. So pathetic. How the fuck do you think that I'm going to believe that you can actually pursue me? Yeah. Genuinely. I mean, I was at, um, at Bridget and Kyle's yesterday and Bridget's mom was there and she was like, oh my God, so how's your dating life? How's it going? And I was like, oh, there's like no dating life to speak of. Like I'm not dating. And she's like, oh, did something happen? And I was like, no, I... I mean, I've it's a never, dumpster fire. I've never really put in like one of my friends, and this is what good best friends do. She was like, candidly, you don't date, like you don't try. And I was like, no, you're yeah. right. I definitely don't. I'm not like I. I had like a blip earlier this year where I was went on a few dates, but um, yeah, no, I haven't spit been on it. It was all downhill. Pardon. Then you got spit on it and it was all down. Yeah, it was all like, downhill. this is what's out there? Shut the store down. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um, so I haven't really done the work of like going on a bunch of different dates and kind of assessing what works, what doesn't. And I know that that's something that I do want to do. Right now is not really the time. But 
I was saying to Bridget's mom that like, you know, she's like, so who are the, what does it look like? Show me hinge, like show me bumble. And I was like, and I pulled up my most compatible. It's this man. Yeah. It's, it's shocking what they think is compatible. It's this guy. He has no, no, no prompts on his hinge profile. Like, so nothing for me to respond to other than images and he has the same three selfies for three of the images. And then the final one, his caption, you know how you can like put a caption on your photos now was this is not my cat, all capital letters. And then it was just a video of a cat in like a park. Can we also like sidebar? Red flag for me when your photos are of random things in your life. Like you have six photos to convince me to go out with you and you're going to waste one of them on a sunset photo with nothing in it. I always say I'm like, this is your best foot forward. Like, I don't know. I feel like women put a lot more effort into what their profile looks like and how we optimize it, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways. And Hinge's most compatible is also treasonous. Oh yeah. Jail immediately. (laughs) This is... Do not tell me you are the app meant to be deleted and then present me with these things. Although I have to show you something later. I saw something that you can get like a fresh start on Hinge. I'm going to show you okay. and you'll see if you like it. So yeah, no, I'm just like, I would say that right now, this conversation is honestly giving me, I don't know if it's like hope or it's just like, just nice to see that there's like, there's just some guys out there based on very limited information, but there's a guy out there who's treating someone very well. And it's just, I know that a lot of people think it's so silly that like a lot of straight men think it's silly. Maybe a lot's a strong word, but I've talked to a couple straight men who think it's silly that like women are so obsessed with this Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift thing. And we don't know anything about Travis Kelsey. And it's just like, I think that really what they should be thinking is like, it's so sad that this is so exciting for straight women. It's so sad that we are so pumped about a few video clips of him holding her hand. Holding her hand. Like that's so shocking because it is so bad out there right now that it's just nice to see something nice. Like, yeah. And I think that's the other reason why too, for me, and like I was golfing last weekend with a few girlfriends and the entire like three whole, like three of the holes we were golfing, we were just talking about books that we've been reading like romancy smutty books and it's like we read these books because we are so fucking starved for this in real life like yeah we are we need it somewhere and we're getting it from creative writing like you look at these things like I went out with someone recently we had gone on a number of dates and like time and time I'm like okay he's got a good job He's he's cute, you know, he's got his life together, like owns a house. But I'm like, I don't feel anything for him. And I don't feel like he would never make sure I got home safe. He would never walk me home or like drop me off. Yeah. Like it was just there like were things like that, that like I'm irked like, you about him. And also yeah. you didn't feel Feels, that that connection. No. And like, that's fine. But I'm like. Even going out with guys, like I was talking to my uncle about this recently. He's like, so what is it like dating? And I'm like, honestly, I'll go on a first date with a guy that he's asked me out. I will always offer to pay. 
But the amount of guys that are like, yeah, cool, let's split. And I'm like, and then they want to see me again. I'm like, if you're not interested in me and like, you just don't want to see me, that's fine. Like, let's split the bill all day. I get it. Whatever. But on what fucking planet do you think that after a date, you're going to make me go halvesies on two cocktails makes you think that I'm going to think that you're worth my time going out with again. Yeah. Or you're going to just say goodbye, let me walk home, and not text me to make sure I've gotten home okay? At what point do you think that that's a man that I want to be in a relationship with, that I'm going to think that you are going to be able to take care of me? I can be super nurturing. I bring a lot of good things to the table. Like I make good money. We're going to have like a great life with like a double income, which also we should do an episode on single tax. I had a whole oh, thing yeah, on this yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I know how to cook. Like contrary to how messy my apartment is, I know how to clean. <laughs> like I'm very good with kids. You know, like there's – I have a lot to offer, but it's like at what point do you think that I'm going to think you can – be the man that I'm looking for if on date number one, you're not being, or you take the fucking, here's the thing. This is so stupid. And maybe this is where I'm traditional, but like you take the booth seat and make me sit in a hard fucking chair. Oh, wow. I've never even thought about that. No. And you know why this, it comes back to Taylor Swift. Cause there's pictures of like Joe, who was Taylor Swift's last boyfriend sitting in the nice comfy booth seat and Taylor's just in this hard fucking chair. And then you flip forward to like Travis and Taylor and he's like leading her into the booth and like holding her jacket and putting her jacket on her. And like, he's sitting in the thing. It's like, it's really bad. Putting your jacket on her. That's so sweet. I don't even know. Like at this point in my life, I feel like I wouldn't even know how to respond to someone being that nice to me. Which is so what keeps happening that happening. these emotion if you just hold this up for long enough is that what does it <gasps> something's going on with why my is computer it only happening I, for I don't you know why it's doing that I hate okay. it I don't know maybe I'll keep it on I don't know <laughs> oh, I also got a real big craving for a BLT oh I love a BLT anyways I'm real hungover guys this is this may not make sense in the end of the day but I think what we want for like for women what we hope seeing this does is gives you hope that like this can exist. Yeah. That you do deserve to be treated like the prize and you do deserve to be pursued because again, you, this thing that I don't think men get is like when you pursue a woman, when you make her feel safe, when you make her like allow her to get into her feminine, that's when you get everything that you want as a man. Realistically. Yeah. Because she can then become that like sweet and soft and, you know, she's able to, it's just like, it is a chicken and it's not the story. It's not like which comes first, the chicken or the egg. It's like, no, the fucking chicken comes first here. Yeah. You know? And for men, just like go back to basics. Like, if your mom told you you walk on the outside of the the sidewalks because that's the right thing to do, if you open her car door, if you make sure she gets home safe, let her hold the door open for her. It's like basic chivalry. Yeah. It's really not that hard. It's really not that hard. 
Like, yeah. But and it's I true. Think, I've been so demoralized. Yeah. And I think that like, don't let people, it, it kind of comes back to something we've talked about before. Like in the, in the year of Barbie, Barbie movie. In the year of the Barbie movie. Don't yes. let people make you feel stupid or make you feel silly for like focusing on something like Travis Kelsey's hand placement. Like, or like, no. like you're allowed to be excited about and sort of daydream about like, oh my God, like what if that was me? And I think if, if that serves as almost like fodder for manifestation for what you want as like a single woman, hundred percent, do it queen. Oh my God. I've never said queen 100%. before in my life. That made me feel weird. I don't know if we should be doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it in the moment. Um, but yeah, I think the other thing too that I've just realized for even just situations like I am at this point in my life done trying to convince a man to like date me yeah, or want to be with me or moving mountains so that he could date me. Yeah. Like if you're not willing to like meet me half fucking way. I'm done. I'm not in the habit of it anymore. That's not who she is. That's not who we're going to be. So if you cannot do the basic tenets of like the 10 commandments of like taking a girl on a first date, I don't care how great you are. I don't want it. Honestly, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how tall you are. I don't care. I don't care. If you cannot take me and court me on a first date, immediately no. Whew. I love this energy. Yeah. I'm just done. At this point, I would rather move to a fucking commune with all of my friends. We all raise children together and just like drink wine and have charcuterie boards <laughs> on like – That sounds amazing. And like have book club every night. That sounds amazing. Honestly, like that's where I'm going because like I just don't need to put up with this shit anymore. On that note. I'm going to go to a BLT. <laughs> You're going to order one? I don't know. I don't have the stuff here. Well, this was nice. I feel pumped up. Pumped up. Me too. I feel like maybe I'm going to go back on Hinge. I mean, I'm on there. Just not active. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I cleared a bunch of stuff out yesterday. I was like, nyet, 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 nyet. All right. We love you guys. Please share this with a fellow single friend who's obsessed with Travis and Taylor. Um, yes. And-, and also write us if there's something that you like that guys do yeah. that we didn't mention. Because like let's assemble a list because men need fucking paint by numbers. And let's create like this is what women yeah. want. So write us. Send us a DM. What do women want? And we will put it together and we will post it. Love that. Bye. Toodles. Toodles. Oh, that was so low.